What? Hey. Woo. I got a heart, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good today. Let me make sure everybody can hear me and see me, child. It's a lot going on. It's a lot to talk about. Do I sound good? Do I sound clear? I'm making sure I'm not echoing because there was some audio issues last time. Make sure everybody can hear me. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Okay, good. I sound good. I sound clear. Okay, that's what's up. Thank y'all so much. Y'all like the hair. Y'all know I have to switch it up, child. Switch it up every damn stream. You never know what I'm going to look like when I come on camera. So I appreciate y'all. It is a lot going on in these damn internet streets. It's a lot of stuff to talk about that we're going to get into today. So um, first and foremost, thank you guys so much for the feedback. Like I told you guys before, I was going to, you know, split up my live streams into like smaller segments for people who, you know, child have ADHD and can't sit through a whole hour, two hour live. And I honestly enjoyed, you know, cutting them up and then re-uploading them. So I'm going to continue to do that. So thank you guys so much for the feedback and, you know, just watching the videos and supporting them. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy about that. And then what else? I got a new... Um, what is that called? True crime. True crime. I got a new true crime video coming out. I should be out sometime this week. Um, that's what kind of took me long because I have a whole nother set for the true crime. And so when I came down here ready to go live, I'm like, oh. So I had to start taking stuff down and moving stuff around. So I'm back to my regular set. <laughs> but yeah, the new video will be up sometime this week. I've been working on editing that in between, child, everything else I'm doing. It's hard to keep up. I got like 50 million things going on on top of regular YouTube videos, true crime. I got to do a green room. We got to have a Zoom meeting. So I got a lot of stuff going on on top of regular podcasts. So child, I stay busy. You like the brown on me, AG? Thank you so much. Appreciate you, love. So we got to talk about this situation with uh, little man Tory Lanez, okay? So Tory Lanez, it had been rumored over the weekend that there was some type of altercation that Tory Lanez got into a fight with August Alcina. And Tory initially was kind of denying it and trying to play it off. And then the receipts came out to play. So let me go ahead and show you guys. And I hate this picture of August. He looks like he's dead here. Such a weird picture. Let me share my screen real quick so y'all can see this. Give me just a second. All right. So August Alcina took to social media to, you know, sit in the corner of an elevator with his eyes closed and his mouth all bloody and shit um, to show y'all that, you know, Tory Lanez did something to him. So this is what August wrote. He says, as I'm exiting the building after the show last night, a 4'11 size leprechaun, <laughs> not 4'11, <laughs> a 4'11 size leprechaun ran down on me with eight oversized security niggas, whom I greeted each individually upon their walk up as they tried to press me. The whole time I'm one deep with no security. Tori continues to ask with a broken ego, why I didn't dap him up? I go on to tell him I was a fan of him and I didn't understand him speaking of my business publicly in the past because I don't know him or have ever met him until last night. 
So when he spoke on me, so when he spoke on it, it caught me off guard because of, so when he spoke, it caught me off guard because of his past actions. I had assumed that he didn't like me. That's all, not to mention with my history of my health and my condition and just recently um, overcoming being paralyzed, my doctor directed me to not compromise my health while out on the road and shake as less hands as possible due to the C-19 and monkeypox. Look for a moment because them moments ain't happening on stage for you. I will assist you in that gracefully. His people got the whole thing on camera, put the footage out. I'd like to see it. Anyways, let me go clean this blood off my face with some echinacea wellness because you can't forget to throw in the promo. <laughs> uh, then Tory Lanez, oh God, he comes onto the internet and he says this. I don't know what everybody's talking about. But I've been in the studio, dot, 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 dot. I'm not on anything negative. I've been working on myself, dot, 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 and being a better person. Tori, shut the fuck up. So that is what was said. And, you know, at first, I, I took everything with a grain of salt. You know, we saw the blood on August's face, but, you know, I like receipts, bitch, Okay. Then the receipts came out a few days later showing that, you know, this four foot, you know, leprechaun was not in the studio minding his business. He was not in the studio doing the right thing. He was pressed because somebody wouldn't dap him up. So we have that video here. It came out the other day. So let me go ahead and share my screen with y'all. Give me just a second. That's August walking right past him. Tori's looking there shocked. But look at Tori's hat with the devil horns. So now they're running after August. Tori said he just knocked August out. See the hands right out. One punch crunched him, Tori. He say one punch crushed his ass. Oh, look up, look up. He's playing Tori. But Tori, I thought you were in the studio working on being a better man and a better person. What is this? You know, he literally is running around looking like a little leprechaun, got the little devil horns. I didn't even know they made baseball caps with devil horns on there. What kind of Illuminati shit is you on? I'm like, what kind of hat is this? I've never seen a hat with devil horns on there. But, um, so he's swerping down. He was in the studio minding his black ass business, but the internet showed us otherwise, okay? Now, my issue with Tori is this. You have a court case coming up in like, I believe a week or two against Megan the Stallion, where you allegedly, you know what I'm saying, shot her in her, you know, foot, and you claim that you didn't do anything that, you know, supposedly maybe Kelsey did it. There's all these, you know, speculations like I said, I have no dog in that damn fight. I'm over the story. We just want to see what the court comes up. You know, I want to see the court's conclusion. My thing is this. When you have a case and it's concerning a domestic violence and a possible attempted murder or whatever, um, you would think that you would genuinely be laying low. Your ego is that fragile because August Alcina, who's like six foot five, <laughs> refuse to dap you up. And and you know what? I, I, I feel August on that because I'm kind of the same way. 
if you don't like me, if you're not feeling me, keep the same energy because I'm damn sure going to keep the same energy. I'm not going to come in and speak and, you know, be on some fake shit. If you're speaking on me, if you have an issue with me, then keep the same energy. You know what I'm saying? And if you want to come up and talk, I'll be respectful, but I'm not going to engage with you first. That's just not how I get down. You know, so I get August being like, okay, you've been talking about me and talk because what it was was Tory Lanez called August Alcina snitch for basically talking about Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, he felt like, you know, he should have just kept that to himself. It wasn't everybody's business. Well, I mean, that's fine for Tori to feel that way. And Tori is allowed to have an opinion. But again, Tori, you should have kept your opinion to amongst your friends. Because, see, you don't really want to speak on people when your shit ain't clean. August has never spoke on you, you know, shooting Meg in her foot. August has never spoke about your situation. He's never commented on it. Unlike all the other people in the industry who literally turned their backs on you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, didn't even wait for the evidence to come out. They literally just shitted on you. You know what I mean? August didn't do any of that. So I feel August for being upset. Like, I never spoke on this little man. I never said anything. You know, I let him do what he had to do. So for him to be speaking on me and calling me a snitch, that's bullshit, you know? So August felt like, okay, well, since I'm a snitch, keep that same energy. Don't dat me up. Don't talk to me. So I don't understand how his ego can get that fragile. I can see if August said something flipped to him, like, little man, I don't shake leprechauns and kept on walking down the hall. He just looked at him and was like, oh, anyways, and kept walking. That was it. And see, this is what I say all the time. People will allow their egos to get them into situations that they can't get out of. So because of his ego, you think we're the only ones looking at little man and his tantrum right now? Oh, no. Best believe the courts, the judge, the lawyers, the prosecutors, they're watching this. And they're saying to themselves, because I know me, if I was on the jury or if I was a judge, I'm like, damn, he got that upset because somebody wouldn't dap him up? I just didn't say anything to you. He literally walked his merry way down the hallway and your ego got that fragile that you ran after him with your big old security guards, you know, because you couldn't handle August one-on-one. -on -one. So you ran after him with your security guards. You knew your security guards would help. They'd make sure that August didn't get the best of you because, you know, August is like six foot five. He's from New Orleans. You know, you know, them New Orleans boys, you now they get down. Not only they got them sexy accents, but they're crazy as hell. Okay. Um, so, he, he went there to go beat him up. So if I'm on the jury or if I'm the judge and I would look at this like, okay, if you got that upset because this man wouldn't dap you up that you went and basically jumped him, what happened the night with you and Megan? What really happened? Because if you're this mad at this six foot five man who did nothing to you, what did you do to that six foot girl? <laughs> Were you mad? Was it height envy? Like it seems like he has a lot of issues with tall people. He done shot tall Megan. Now he's attacking tall ass August Alcina. What is it with Tory and tall people? He's beefing with the talls. Okay. Instead of taking on the smalls, the people around his height, he's beefing with the talls. I don't know how I would look at it. I would look at it like this man has beef with tall folks. Why is that? Is it height envy? Was he upset that a tall, thick woman, you know what I'm saying? Granted, she was probably drunk out her damn mind, but she said some flippant shit and he couldn't handle it. So then he decided to pull out a gun and, you know, Yosemite Sam her like she was Bugs Bunny and shit. Pow, pow. Remember what they said in the transcript? Dance, bitch. Like, I, that, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm having to give him the side eye. You don't punch this man in the mouth 
August had to go to the hospital. Let me see if I have the pictures of his mouth. His mouth looked really bad. Well, it's on the damn uh, thumbnail. His mouth was, but he had to go to the hospital, get stitches. And, you know, as a singer, that's that's where you get your money. You know what I'm saying? It's from, you know, singing and stuff like that. So you basically mess with that man's bag. And because of that now, Tory has now messed up his own bag. He's been officially kicked off the tour. So, again, was it worth it, Mr. Lanes? I don't think it was worth it. Uh, the promoter is speaking out. It's a TMZ clip, so I really don't want to play it. But let me just show y'all uh, the article. I don't want to play it, though, because, uh, you know, TMZ child. But basically, uh, the, the the promoter of the show is called Rip Michaels. And he says um, he's the one who created the show. And he has confirmed that Tory straight up sucker punch August because he didn't speak to him and announced that Tory was kicked off the tour. So it has not been confirmed that Tory, you know, he officially messed up that bag. And for what? Because of ego, because of narcissism, because August is tall and cute. <laughs> And hung like a damn horse, bitch. <laughs> Dre heard it from me. <laughs> that that I'm just assuming that's why Jada was, you know what I'm saying, all of my August and stuff, okay? So yeah, it's a mess. That whole situation is a mess, but it's not a good look because again, Tori has a court case. And let's not forget, Tori is also on probation. Now he had already got a probation violation when him and the other little short man, the baby who can't even sell concert tickets right now, child. And funny enough, it was New Orleans. <laughs> so this little man done beat up somebody from New Orleans. Meanwhile, the other little man can't sell no tickets in New Orleans, child. They said he tried to perform in New Orleans and nobody really showed up. They had to cancel it. I guess it was for like a big old, you know, arena. And folks in NOLA was like, nah, we passed. And so they had to cancel the tour. Very interesting that both these young men, these little men, are being affected by people in New Orleans. But anyways, um, you know, they got up on stage together. They performed together. And it ended up being a violation of Tori's probation. Meg, you know, she she uh, galloped down the court. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, she filed a restraining order and said she felt unsafe. And they granted it to her. And they told him if he gets in any more trouble, he can get locked up. So, you know, he's really locked up so far. So for him to do this, he better hope that they don't end up, you know, revoking, you know, his probation or whatever the hell he's on, revoking it and throwing him in jail because what he did to August was assault. And the fact that August has not pressed charges on him, that really doesn't matter because you have the promoter confirming that August did not start anything with Tory, that he was assaulted. So if they want to, I forget what state this happened. Y'all can let me know. I don't know if this was in L.A. or Georgia. I'm not sure. But if the police in that area want to um, pick up the case because it's assault, they could do that. They have all rights to do that. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it was worth it. It was in Chicago or you're just saying you're from Chicago. Okay. In Illinois. Okay. Thank you. So it was in Chicago. So yeah, if the Chicago police, if they want to be on some, you know what I'm saying? Funny shit, not really funny. Shit, they just want to do their damn job. Like they supposed to do. They really could pick up the charges. You know what I'm saying? Um, now somebody's saying LA, it was in Chicago. You the only person saying LA stop. <laughs> Aisha talking about it was in LA. <laughs> Everybody else has confirmed it was Chicago. 
So yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what comes of this. But, um, you know, August, he needs his check. August, you know, he's not really popping like that. He said he's been kind of blacklisted because of the Smiths and everything. So he needs his money. So it'd be very funny if August turned around and also sued Tory. Again, you're that upset because this man didn't dap you up. I just think it's stupid. And it just shows Tory's, you know, little man ego. And, you know, August is dealing with health issues. He's dealing with very serious health issues. Um, at one point in time, he went blind for a little bit. That's when Jada, you know, came in as a mentor. Um, he's passed out on stage. Like he's dealing with a lot of health complications. So him being hit on like that, that's not okay. I mean, that that's not okay in the least. So I don't know what's going to happen from here. If the police are going to, you know, charge Tory, if, you know, August is going to maybe press charges or even sue, but August definitely has all the rights to do that, you know, but in the meantime, I'm definitely waiting to see what happens with this whole Meg the Stallion case, because for everybody, you know, saying, oh, uh, Meg was just drunk and, you know, she started it and, and Tori didn't do anything. Well, now here's video proof. You know, y'all got to give her some leeway now. You know what I'm saying? This man literally beat up somebody simply because they walked past him. And again, this is somebody that he made fun of, that he clowned and he caught a snitch. So why should this man talk to you? Like he said, well, I assumed he didn't like me. And I'm the same way. If I feel like you don't like me, you talking shit, fuck, I'm going to sit here and entertain you for it. Bitch, we got moves to make. We walking up the street. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So I feel August. I just think it's sad. Somebody said Tori was coked out. Child, this whole industry, be, you know what I'm saying, sniffing and doing blows. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, let me see here. <laughs> let me read these super chats. Uh, let's see. Bill's got me doing this. I like that name. He said $5. He said, from your Samoan fan. Much alofas to you, T. Appreciate all your hard work on everything. You deserve it all. You deserve all things beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I just found out like a few weeks ago, I have a lot of people, yeah, Samoans and stuff like that who watch me. So that's amazing. I appreciate my Pacific Islanders supporting my channel. So thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Marvin D says, hey, sis, looking gorgeous as always. Just celebrated my 29th birthday last Sunday. Thank you so much, Marvin, and happy belated birthday. Hope you had an awesome time. You know, like, it's crazy how time is just flying. It's already the end of September. Can y'all believe it? I'm like, where did this month go? We were just celebrating Leo season for our entire month. <laughs> and now we're like, we'll be in October soon. Soon it'll be Libra season. Like, it's crazy. But I hope you had a wonderful birthday. Enjoy the last year of your 20s. And let me say this, okay? Um... There's nothing wrong with getting older. I don't understand like this whole, like I've literally known people to cry, you know, like when they're getting ready to turn 30 and they just like, enjoy it. Enjoy the last year of your twenties and understand that your thirties are going to bring even more blessings. Cause there's going to be a lot of stuff in your thirties that you will not put up with that you did in your twenties. So enjoy it. And then, you know what I'm saying? Go really hard on your 30th birthday next year. So thank you, Marvin. Um, let's see here. Aaron Moore. I like how you spell your name. That's very different. It's pretty. Uh, says, did you see Kat Stack's TikTok? She did story times. No, I haven't heard of Kat Stack since 2009. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't follow anything she does. Um, she was the original Selena. Kat Stack's crossed so Selena could run and now Selena's ass is in prison. But Kat Stack's was the original. So thank you for the super chat. 
Uh, let's see here. Vane Dawes sent me a $3 sticker. Thank you so much, love. Therapy Queen sent $100. Thank you so much, Therapy Queen. I appreciate you. Um, she says, hey, T, it's been a minute since I was able to catch her live. Stopping to show support. This crazy house building process has been challenging. Hopefully by next month, it will be the first, I will be a first time homeowner. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for the super chat and ciao. The house building process is not easy. Um, but once you built your own home, you cannot go back to just buying a, a regular home. You know, once you've custom something to yourself, um, you know what I'm saying? You're going to love it. You know, it's a very frustrating process. It's a long process, but congratulations to you and congratulations to everybody out here, you know what I'm saying, buying their homes and stuff like that. The market is definitely cooling. Um, the interest rates have gone up a bit, but that's okay because the market is cooling. So if you can, if you're able to, definitely try and buy a home because, again, the rent is so crazy that you might as well have a home. It makes no sense to pay $3,000 a month for a two-bedroom apartment when you can get a four-bedroom home for that same price. So um, I know a lot of people are working on their credit and trying to get that done. So congratulations to you. And once it is done, it was it's going to be a relief and you'll love being in your home. So thank you, sis. Alyssa here, the bishop uh, says, Tory needs to chill. He must forgot he has an open case. Shake my head. Some of these niggas is overly emotional. Them ski slopes got them folks acting crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. A, a lot of these celebrities, honey, be tooting, doing all types of mess, you know, to keep them hyped in the studio and stuff. And then it comes out, you know, with that aggression, and that anger. So thank you so much. And, I, and I'm glad that we have we need more men calling out the nonsense and, and, and stopping co-signing this. You know, this is not OK. Um Again, it's it's more black on black male violence. He attacked another black man for no reason. Nobody should be co-signing it. Regardless if you don't like August Alcina, um, if you're upset that August was smashing Jada, how are you more mad than Will Smith? You know what I mean? I think it's a it's it's messed up. So thank you for calling him out as a man. So I appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. Receipt Boo 13 Sam 5 says Tori's the definition of if throw my whole man away was a person. He's 4'11", 30 years old, and balding. Bye, little man from Canada. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Caitlin said, 1999, says, hey, T, Alaskan tea sipper here, honey. I've been watching since I was 16. I'm 22 now. I tell my mom, you're my internet mom, LOL. I wanted to thank you for all your wisdom that you give us and for your consistent entertainment. You are so welcome, and thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's always dope to hear from people in, you know, all over, you know. Um, I didn't even realize I had people in Alaska watching me until 2020. And people in Alaska were sending me videos of them protesting for George Floyd. So I thought that was just really dope to have Alaska standing with Minnesota. Because, you know, we're both cold states, honey. So we got something in common. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Um, your, oh, your friend's friend. Says, hey, Auntie, I'm a new sub. I love your deep dives and the work you put in. I'll have to catch up on him. I'm heading off to work. Enjoy. Thank you so much. And thank you for watching the deep dives and supporting. It means a lot to me. So I can't wait to start working on the next one next month. So definitely stay tuned. Um, 
Black, educated, and pretty. I like that name. Says, I'm screaming, not tall discrimination. <laughs> I love when you say, dance, bitch. <laughs> Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thank y'all. So I've been on here already for 20 minutes. This is insane. Let me go ahead. I want to get on to this next part. We got to talk about this situation. Um, justice for Andre. Andre Montgomery finally got some type of justice for his murder. Um, it was announced this weekend. We had posted it on the, well, I think Friday is when it came out. We posted it on, excuse me, we posted it on um, my Instagram page. They have not sentenced Tim yet, Tim Norman, the one who had killed his um, nephew. They haven't sentenced him yet, but he was found guilty. I'm trying to see if I can find the post. We post so much stuff. It's crazy. And I didn't even know that he was found guilty until I seen it. And I was just like, yes, praise the Lord. Big hip Tim is going to the big pen. So this is it here. Um, a federal grand jury convicted Timothy Norman, the man at the center of the 2016 murder for hire plot against his own nephew. James Timothy Norman was found guilty Friday on two counts of federal murder for hire and one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud in the investigation. This man is a psychopath. The fact that every single mugshot, if you look at my thumbnail, that mugshot as well, he's smiling. He's smiling here as if this is him posing for his driver's license or for, you know, his college ID. Let me pull up my thumbnail. This is, the, this is his newest mugshot. Look at this smirk. This man is a sociopath. We're going to get on her old ass next. Give me a second. So now, um, if you guys do not know, Andre's family came out and after the courtroom, there was a matter of fact, shout out to all the little YouTubers that was there. I said, okay, we see y'all. The YouTubers was out there, you know what I'm saying? I'm their journalistic stuff. They were out there as journalists. I was very surprised. So, you know, usually it's like the media, but now it's really dope to see like, you know, YouTubers, black YouTubers going out there and like, you know, really, um, you know, involved in this case because some people like watched this show and took it personally. And I was just like, this is really cool. So shout out to like all the YouTubers that went down there to the courtroom and that were, you know, just doing a lot of journalistic stuff. I thought it was really dope. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean little like that before y'all be like little. I'm not saying it like that, but I'm just saying like, you know, we're little compared to the mainstream media is what I mean. And I'm not going after people's channel numbers. I'm just saying, you know, we're considered little compared to like, you know, like, channel nine or fox news and stuff like that and i'm talking about i was watching a lot of the videos that i was seeing on twitter and people's out there child with their media kits and cameras and they were doing their thing so um this one lady it was my first time seeing her i wrote down her channel name so give me just a second she was the one who got a lot of the footage of the family speaking on the situation um Today's celebrity news. So shout out to her. She was out there at the courtroom um, filming this. I want to show y'all some of her videos. It's like a 14-minute video. I'm going to show y'all just a small bit of it, of the interview that she got with um, Andre's family. So give me just a second here to set this up. Yeah, I thought it was just really dope because they got footage that even the mainstream media did not get. So I thought that was just really, really cool that they were out there putting in work. So give me just a moment here. Okay, here we go. 
and the woman herself. I am Andre Montgomery's mother. Yeah! yeah. 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 The queen, Queen Michelle. Miss, yeah. I know this has been an it would have been a cold case. Yes. My mother called every day, by the clock, every second, every minute. My mother was on it. She never gave up. Um, this is justice. You know, I'm glad they put that monster behind bars for life. Yes. They ruined multiple lives, not just ours, but multiple lives. And, you know, it's just, it's some peace, but not always. My brother's not going to come back while he's still in jail, eating commissary, whatever it is. But, you know, my mother got some peace. We knew it was him. We knew it. His family could act like it. He died. It was him. Was it him? But this taught me a lesson. It really did. But it taught me a lesson. And it's just trifling. Did he say anything to any of you about being scared of him? Yes, he told us. He told us. We told her. We told her. We told her. We talked. So before he died, Miss Robbie called his phone and was cussing him out and was saying, "Mother effer, you ain't my grandson." F you, mother, F for blase, blase, dismiss that. I don't think she was aware of her surroundings. Cause my brother, he's not like, he's the type of person. When something is not right, he's going to put on speaker for all of us to hear. And he kept saying, Grandma, I didn't do it. I'm trying to tell you, Grandma, Uncle Tim did it. And she was just going on cussing him out. And you ain't going to come to my funeral. I ain't going to go to your funeral. And Dre's like, Grandma, I didn't do it. I'm trying to tell you. I didn't do it. Me and my sisters, and we was all sitting there like, Dre, if you didn't do it, don't worry about it. He threw his phone. He was like, I'm going to be one of God's soldiers. Right there when he told me that, that means he's going to sacrifice to prove to his grandmother that he did not rob his grandmother. He did not rob his grandmother. And that day, that's when he left, and that's when we found out he died. Anyways, at the funeral, he, he, they wasn't crying. We was on our way to the burial site. Tim stopped the whole traffic. My thing is this. Why would you allow your son to stop the traffic to catch what's like? This is important. This is your nephew's funeral. Your only nephew from your brother only had one child. Why? No one said nothing. Nobody looked the eyebrow. No one said anything. I paid attention to all of that. I said, yeah, they did it. They got something to do with it. Catch a flight to L.A. That's not that important. You didn't go to his awake. You just want to make sure he was dead. And that's what you did. And you left. He's up there on that stand crying and lying and stuff. Well, my brother had no access to your vehicles. My mother, he will call my mother to send money and food. My mother would buy pizza out here to feed him. My mother was doing all of that. That was a lie. They they had my brother out here in the slumps. That little penthouse he was staying next to a couple. Yeah, it was all going down. And they had a efficiency and they had a rusty stove inside of it. The bed, the cot, looked like a salvation cot that he was sleeping on. And there's two little iron metal looking chairs. And it was so small, it was like a little box room where he lived in, right next door to uh, Tim's penthouse. Because I visited him up there. And I was asking him, Why are you living like this? He said, Well, this is why I have to live with me here. And he'd go to work when he called the driver, not using Tim's cars. And we went down to the bottom garage. And there was three cars down there. And he said, these are Uncle Tim's and Grandma's car. There's only three. And I, I said, you don't need to drive these? And he said, no. I have to call the driver to take me to work and bring me back here. But that place he lived in was like so shabby. I, went I came back and told my sister in Texas what he was living in. A run-down, shabby place next door to a penthouse. And he told me then that Tim didn't like him. And he told me that Tim's pet, we used to come and see him. 
but whenever Andre went over to Tim to visit, Tim got mad because the women always turned to where Andre attention. They wanted to give their attention to him. So Tim told him he wouldn't allow him to come back over anymore because all the women he was paying for to come see him always geared to where Andre. Mm. When I first watched that clip, um, it was just heartbreaking because, again, I've been a fan of this show from day one. And like I've always said, nobody was watching that show because they cared about Miss Sweetie Pie's fried chicken or Tim's overgrown hips. Nobody really cared about Tim. Like he was always angry. You know, he didn't really pay Janae, um, Janae any attention. He barely was there for little Tim. Um, most people tuned in because of the relationship between Andre and Charles. You know what I'm saying? And I just took, I guess it just really leaves even a bad taste in my mouth because so many times we watch reality television, even though, yeah, we know like reality television isn't per se real. You assume that people are living okay. Because I'm watching Miss Robbie over the years create lemonades and barbecue sauces and, and recipes. And I'm watching Tim open up restaurant after restaurant after restaurant. They were even coming out with like, you know, sweet tea. So to find out that Andre was living in this, this like efficiency shack next to Tim's penthouse is ridiculous. You know, and this is the part that's just very frightening. Because a lot of times as, as mothers, you know, once your boys get older, you know, especially if you're a single mom, they want to try and find like that male energy and you want to keep your sons out of the streets. You don't want them getting involved in gangs and stuff like that. So a lot of times, you know, as mothers, you will send your kids elsewhere to get up out that neighborhood, to get up out that environment, to go see something new. You know, people have been doing this for years. You know, you'll send your kids, you know, up north if you're living down south and they're starting to get involved in stuff. Or if you're up north, you'll send your kids down south just so they can get a change of environment. And that is what Andre's mother did. She felt like, okay, well, let him go up there, you know, stay with his paternal side of his family, being that his father died. And the fact that, you know, they're a positive black family, they're running this restaurant, it can help structure Andre and give him some type of responsibility. And that is what Andre came up there to do. And then on top of, you know, graduating high school. So for Tim to have all this seething jealousy to me is insane because he was so many years younger than Tim. He was a teenager when he was up there. And... I remember for a long time, I didn't understand what really confused me is after Andre died. Because I remember going on his Facebook page and, you know, I was one of the first ones who reported when Andre had died. And on his Facebook page, you can tell he had changed. He grew his hair out. He was kind of looked like, well, he was he was kind of gangbanging. You know, he was throwing up gangs and, you know, had bandanas and stuff like that. And I remember seeing this and being so confused as to why is he going down this route if he has this family structure? If you were with Sweetie Pies and she's looking out for you and taking care of you, why is he gearing more towards the streets? And I know the family saying that Andre wasn't like, you know, in a gang, he wasn't a bad kid. And I don't think he was a bad kid at all. I just think he was young. And as young men, they try and find themselves. You know what I'm saying? And they try and put on an image sometimes for social media. But looking back on it now, it made sense to me why he was kind of going down that route. Because he probably felt like my own family don't give a mess about me. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be my uncle. He is the last living, you know, male relative 
he's supposed to be like a father figure to me because I don't have a father. So if my own uncle is treating me bad and talking to me crazy and putting hands on me, well, then my, I might as well run around with the street guys. And I think that's probably what kind of led him more to that. And the fact that Tim tried to spin that to use that to kill Andre is very insane. Because even though he might have been kind of running, you know, with like uh, unsavory crowd at the time or whatever, Tim was making it seem like that was what killed Andre. That's how it was being spun in the media. That's how me and most people took it. And so when the sister says at the funeral, neither Sweetie Pie, Miss Robbie or Tim were crying. And Tim was saying shit like, I don't know what the fuck everybody crying for. He was a street nigga anyways. What? That's your response to your to your nephew being gunned down in cold blood? You know how many ratchet dudes who done did all types of dirt in the streets? You know what I'm saying? And when they get shot or killed, people still break down crying. And that's my boy. And, you know, I wish he was here. And he probably was the most horrible person, really did a bunch of like real shit in the street. So it's like for you to be that callous towards your nephew when the sister said that, that really struck a chord with me because I felt like, okay, that made sense as to why he kept pushing that narrative to the media. Like, well, Andre changed. He didn't want to listen. He was running the streets. He was running with a gang and all this stuff. And for him to say that the funeral is insane. They say he didn't come to the wake. They said that soon after, like in the middle of the procession, uh, he decided he wanted to leave and fly back to L.A. Because, again, that's his guilt. That's the guilt killing him. Like, I can't keep putting on this persona when he knows he was behind the killing of that young boy. Now, let me get on Miss Robbie's old ass. First and foremost, uh, you know, as a fan of the show, for a long time, I tried to give Miss Robbie the benefit of the doubt. I tried to say, you know, she's a grieving grandmother. You know, her son is being accused of something very heinous. Her grandchild is dead. I really tried to give this woman grace. But once this sister told me how Miss Robbie spoke to Andre, um, my grace went out the window. Because I kept wondering why, like, if you watch Miss Robbie's move, she's been dropping songs about, you know, very sexual songs. Nobody wants to think about your 82, however old she is. I don't want to think about your good stuff, Miss Robbie, Okay. Since the time Andre has died, she's just never said anything. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? Life goes on and, and you know, she has to move on. But it's just very weird how her, her, her music career is now on the up and up. And it makes me think sometimes of like a blood sacrifice. All of a sudden, she's getting a revamp in her music career. Oh, stream my new music about this good stuff on, on iTunes. New music out on Spotify. Very weird because before Andre died, nobody was checking for her music. Now, like I told y'all before, you know, she want to stand behind Tim. From what I also heard, she was the one paying for Tim's legal defense. Okay. Now, when that robbery happened and Andre was being, they were trying to allude that it was Andre who was behind the robbery. And I never bought that. I always felt it was definitely somebody close to Miss Robbie. I always felt it was Tim was involved because Tim was extremely greedy. Remember, he was the same one who took money from Miss Robbie and went to go open up restaurants behind her back. And Miss Robbie had to sue him. Now, while Tim is talking all this stuff about insurance money and everything else, as quiet as it's kept, 
People have been saying since 2020 that Tim had an insurance policy on Ms. Robbie's head. While she's so busy defending him, here goes one of the tweets I found from a back uh, two years ago. A new informant has said that Tim Norman's next murder for hire victim was going to be his own mother, Robbie Montgomery. The source alleges that a $1 million life insurance policy on Miss Robbie links Tim Norman to another potential plot. So this man is sadistic and insane. Okay. There was another video. Let me see if I can find that. I thought I had downloaded it. Let me look at my downloads. There was also a video that I found of Tim Norman joking, here it is, joking about putting a bounty on his own mother's head. Let me pull this up here. This one, they were arguing into it. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but all the signs were there. Look at this ashy mouth. <laughs> he look, I mean, you can tell he was serious. Look at his mouth twisted and shit. Like, yeah, she thinks I'm joking. Who jokes about taking out life insurance policies on people? Like, that's not like what? That's not a joke. Like, who who plays like that? This man is insane. And I blame Miss Robbie for this bullshit. Why? Because she's always coddled this big hip dude. She's always made excuses for Tim. Even when she fired him for, for hitting on Andre and Charles, she automatically came back and eventually rehired him back on. He's always had hate for that young boy. And a lot of it was jealousy because Andre was a handsome young man. He was very respectable. A lot of people at the restaurant liked him. Him and Charles were the fan favorites of that show. There were no fan pages. Nobody was hollering at. Uh, nobody was talking about Tim. and Oh, Tim looks good. No, there was none of those tweets. Everybody who talked about Tim was either, you know, Tim's a hardworking black man. Oh, he's a good father. Um, he has hips. That was the only thing people said on social media about Tim. Either he works hard, he's helping out his mom, he has big hips. But everybody was always talking very positively and very favorably about Andre and Charles. So I believe he was very jealous of that. You know, my thing is she has always coddled him. And the fact that a few months ago she came out when they asked her about this and she said, you know, that's her son, she's going to stand beside him. That definitely makes me give her the side eye even more because... I don't care if somebody is your son. Your son took your grandchild's life. Who is your older son's son? And you're standing behind him. You're helping him pay for his defense. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, Charles, who was one of, who was also Andre's cousin, but also, you know, his best friend on the show, Charles has finally spoken out. And it was good to hear from Charles. Charles doesn't come on social media a lot. But this is what Charles posted. Let me go ahead and share this with you. This made my heart so happy when he posted this on Friday. And he was standing in solidarity with Andre's family. So here you see Charles. 
Um, you see back here is Monique. Monique is Tim's quote unquote favorite cousin on this show. And this is Monique's daughter right here. Um, so we also see her. That is Andre's mother. That's Andre's sister. That's Andre's, I think, cousin, Andre's brother. And then the rest are his aunts. That's another one of the aunties from Sweetie Pie. That's Robbie's sister. So you can see the family is definitely divided. You can see who is standing with Andre and who's not. Okay. And so uh, that's Charles and the sister and the cousin. And that's an old picture of him and Andre. Such a sweet picture. And that's all of them on the steps. And that, yeah, that's Charles's mom. That's Robbie's sister, uh, Charles's mom right here. So you can see they're definitely standing, you know, with the family, you know. Um, so Charles says this, so much to say, but words just won't come out. So I'll just leave it. So I'll just leave it with, now you can rest in peace, bro. Love you. So that is what he said. And then um, yesterday, he ended up posting another picture because he doesn't post often. And he looks like he's in better spirits. And he says, a day at the vineyard, relax and unwind. So he looks like he's in a lot better spirits, you know, probably thinking about Andre and stuff like that. So now let's, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to good old Miss Robbie's page. Let's see what Miss Robbie posted. Did she say anything about her son? Did she apologize for her son's behavior? Did she speak on Andre? Did she say, you know, justice for her? Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's travel with me to Miss Robbie's page. Let's see what she had to say about her grandchild here. All right. You see, she's been posting. Now, Charles don't post like that. And he's young. This woman is in her 80s, won't stop posting and, Tom, you know, just trying to be super sexy and always singing a song and shaking her hips. Okay, let me not play the music. That's all she does. All this woman does is post music and get her hair done. Look at her. Trying to be sexy and fly. Okay, Miss Robbie. So this is what she had to say. She wrote this. She says... Effect, well, this is a notice on the Sweetie Pie's upper crust. Effective Sunday, September 25th, 2022 at 6 p.m., Sweetie Pie's upper crust will be closed until further notice. We are closing to make room for more than 400, for more than a $400 million uh, veterans hospital expansion. We want to thank each and every one of you for your 25 years of support. It's been a pleasure to serve you all, to serve you, your friends and families. We hope to have an opportunity to serve you in the future. Then she says, thank you all so much for the many years of support. And people were writing, uh, you can rest easy now, Andre. Um, some people are talking about going to go eat there one last time. But she ended up coming in the comments and responding to somebody. I'm trying to find the comment. Um, basically, she promotes the Mississippi location. Because somebody was like, oh, you know, are all your locations closed? And she was like, oh, no, of course not. You can still eat in our Mississippi location. So she's still promoting her business. But unfortunately, that one is shut down. The news is also speaking about it. It just broke a few hours ago. So let me go ahead and play this for you guys here. This morning, you have to get your baked chicken dinner or oxtails from Sweetie Pie's Upper Crust. By this Sunday, the owner of the popular soul food restaurant posted to Facebook that the last Missouri location will close at 6 o'clock 
Sunday, September 25th, until further notice. Robbie Montgomery, the owner, says they're closing to make room for $400 million Cochrane Veterans Hospital expansion. She thanked customers for 25 years of support and says they hope to serve you in the future. Last location uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, they said. so. All right. So y'all just saw that. Um, so she only has the one location left in Jackson, Mississippi. I just don't respect it. I don't respect her moves. I feel like, you know, as a mother, um, she should be wanting, she should be speaking. She should be saying something, even if it's, you know, rest in peace, Andre. Andre will always be in my heart because I went back last night and I watched the memorial service that they did on the show. And Andre's mother was there. Andre's brother was there. Um, Miss Robbie, the whole family was there, but I noticed that Tim Norman was not there. I didn't realize it at the time, but even Janaea was there. Charles was breaking down crying. Um, Monique was there. All of the sisters, like everybody from the show was there. Naya, Monique's daughter was there, but Tim was not there. Okay. Miss Robbie spoke, leaders of the community spoke. So I find it very interesting that when it came to exploiting his death, <clears throat> excuse me, on the own show, on Sweetie Pies, she had no problem. But now it's like just crickets, it's silence. And I get it, oh, well, you know, her son was the one who was found guilty. She's in a hard spot. But I'm sorry, that's not really a hard spot. You shouldn't be standing next to somebody who could be that devious. And especially somebody who's joked about putting a life insurance policy on your head. And then when the super sleuths of the internet started digging, they actually found a million dollar policy on her head. So what, what is there to defend? I, she's a weirdo. I'm sorry. She's an old weirdo. I'm, I just, I don't have any more sympathy for her, especially knowing how she spoke to Andre. And when you think about it, it was because of her that he went to Mississippi, um, not Mississippi, that he went to St. Louis, Missouri. Because remember that text message I read last week, she was calling him all types of liars and saying he had to take a, a lie detector test. And he was saying in there, I'm scared. I'm scared to come back. Tim is trying to kill me. You know, like Tim was threatening him. And not one time did she acknowledge that. She just totally ignored that. Like, I'm sorry, if I'm talking to my grandchild, I'm talking to a young person and they're saying that this grown ass adult is threatening them and they're scared for their life. My response is not going to be, well, when are you going to be here? I'm going to be like, well, what do you mean you're scared for your life? What do you mean Tim is threatening you? She just totally ignored that. If you go back and you look at the text messages, she totally ignored that. Tim is a very, very devious character. Now, on top of that, um, there's also a text message of Tim that came out during the court case of him uh, talking to the insurance guy, the guy who did the whole insurance scam with him. And he's talking shit about Andre's mother. Let me show y'all this really quick here. Okay. So he says, soon as you can get the paperwork together, he's 19, just moved him from Texas last week and got him in, got him in with Eli Wakaro. Will I need his mother to sign? She's a piece of shit. Then um, the insurance guy says, no, he can sign for himself. Tim says, okay. The insurance guy says, when can you come to the office? Tim says, how long does the process take? But yet and still, he's on the stand crying tattoo tears. Andre and his mother had no idea about this life insurance policy. He frauded Andre's signature. 
because he knew Andre was of age. So to me, I really feel like he had been plotting on Andre from day one because Andre came to the show when he was about 16. Because remember, he was on the show for about two to three years until he graduated. He graduated about 18 years old. And at that point, you can put on, you know, you can get your own life insurance policy and sign for it. So he's been plotting on this young boy from day one. And this is what happens when you coddle your child and they can do no wrong and you're constantly making excuses for a grown man. Now, everything that Sweetie Pie's Miss Robbie has worked for has basically gone down the drain. She's down to one restaurant. This is a woman who worked for 25 years to build her own brand, to build her own legacy, only to have her son that she's enabled and coddled to destroy all of that. Now she's down to one restaurant. And me personally, I can't support her restaurant. I supported it when she was in Inglewood. I went to that location. I would not support the one in Mississippi. Y'all are free to do what y'all want to do. I'm speaking for myself. I can't do that because to me, I don't see where she's supporting the victim in this case. And let's not forget the Mississippi restaurant is the one that Tim opened. That was the last restaurant that Tim was working at. So no, I don't, I don't want that energy. So I, I personally can't eat there. Um, Tim is a monster and she needs to acknowledge that. And I think it's disgusting that she's not acknowledging it. And she's just trying to go on with business as usual and, and you know, push her songs and push her music. And um, I'm just really disappointed. I thought she was going to say more than just announce the closing of her restaurant. And the crazy thing is it just goes to show you that no matter how much fame and money that people have, you just have a lot of people, you know, who are greedy and they want more. Even when they were going over Tim's earnings, Tim was not broke by any means. He really didn't need this insurance money, even though he did have some credit card debt that was like in like he owed like two hundred thousand dollars to like American Express or something. But what was he? What he was bringing in per month with the restaurants, merchandise, he was bringing in at least like between ninety to a hundred thousand dollars a month just with everything they were doing with the show. So the fact that he was living large and, you know, he had all these cars, he was wearing Versace on the red carpet, you know, he was definitely living large. So to know that him and Sweetie Pie, the mother, you know, they got these beautiful homes and they're doing their thing. And then to find out that Andre was not even able to enjoy that, it makes no sense to me. So it just shows that everybody who made this show what it was, they were not being paid right. All the money was mainly going to the main cast, which is Miss Sweetie Pies, Miss Robbie, and Tim Norman. Because even the sisters don't seem like they were making money like that. Monique wasn't living in no lavish house. Janae, you know, she had to start doing her own little thing on the side. Um, and I remember one of the cousins, Michelle, she would always have an attitude about like just little things, the way stuff was being ran. And I believe a lot of that attitude was for the fact that they weren't making the same. And I don't think that they should be making the same money as Miss Robbie, but there should have been enough where Andre was not living in squalor. There should have been enough where Andre didn't have to call his mother in Texas to, to order pizzas for him. So it's just, it's ridiculous. Like it's just greed. This was what it boils down to was just jealousy and greed. It's as old as time. It's one of the seven deadly sins. And it's really sickening because Tim did not need that money. He just did that just to do it. So let me go ahead and, um, yeah, Michelle used to be snapping. I like Michelle on there. Yeah, you never know. He might have had something to do with his brother, you know, his passing. You just, you just never know. At this point, I wouldn't be shocked if more of the, you know, we know he didn't kill um, 
uh, Monique's brother because he was actually in jail when that happened. But who knows? I mean, if he's that jealous of the son, who knows if he has something to do with the brother getting set up? The whole situation is evil. Um, let me read these super chats real quick here. Um, Tutu said 1999. She says, hey, T wanted to support because you're truly amazing and always unbiased when it comes to commentary. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, Ashley Alexander sent five says, I hope August is okay. We don't need Jada telling him, I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sis. Um, Beast Lee says, yes, Libra season. I'll be 44 on Saturday. Such a blessing. Love you, T. Love you, too. And happy early birthday. Definitely enjoy your 44th. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time. And thanks for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Rochelle sent five. She says, I knew it. August is a Virgo. He was alluding straight Virgo in his walk by the caption and by the caption afterwards. Virgo, get him. Virgos get in their feelings. Birthday 922. Okay. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Smiling C sent $49.99. Says lock him up. He has a pattern. Does he need to kill someone for it to be taken seriously? Love the work that you put in. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Yeah, something is gonna have to happen with Tori because again. This is not a good look. You know, him putting hands on people for apparently no reason. I think it's definitely going to come back to bite Tori in the ass. So thank you so much. Uh, Kale, Kale Kendrick sent $99.99. Thank you, Kale. She says, hey, Auntie, I turned 30 this year. I cried. I thought I'd be married with kids by now, but I'm single. No kids, but I have my degrees. I'm a nurse practitioner. Love you and love your videos. Thank you so much. You know... There's no need to cry. Everybody's journey is different. And I think that's part of the problem with social media is that we're always comparing ourselves, my, me included. I'm not absolved of this. You know, I compare myself to other people all the time. Um, and I think that it does mess with our mental health and it causes depression. And you have to understand, even though you have certain goals for yourself, like being married and having a husband and, and children by the time you're 30, that doesn't always happen for every woman, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? You chose to basically go after your degree and go to school and better yourself, and eventually that right person will come. And you know, when you do decide to be with that person and start a family, you'll be in a lot better position. So don't feel bad. 30 is still young. You know what I'm saying? You're still young. You still have some time. I mean, now if you was 45, that's different, but 30 is still young. So you're, you're definitely fine. So thank you so much and take care. There's a lot of Virgos in the house, man. I love it. I love it. Um, let's see here. Ooh, hold on. My page refreshed. I hate when it refreshes and everything like disappears. Uh, Angel says, hey, Auntie, I caught a live. It's been a minute. I'm going to rewind. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, Bubbles Activated said, what's up, T? I'm going to listen to the playback to get me through my shift for the military tomorrow. Love you, shoddy. Thank you so much. And enjoy the playback. And thank you for your services to the country. We really appreciate you. Um, Yana sent a $9.99 sticker. Thank you, Yana. Appreciate you, sis. Kesha says... It speaks volumes that Charles was showing Andre's family support and not Miss Robbie slash Tim. He was afraid of Tim too. Robbie and her son are evil. 
Yeah, it says a lot that Charles' whole family and, you know, cousin Monique and her daughter were supporting Andre's family. So you can tell this whole situation has definitely divided the family. And I think that's what's really sad. And like I said, I get Miss Robbie being caught in the middle because that is her son and this is her grandson. But the more that's come out that the family has said about how Miss Robbie treated Andre is to me despicable because, again, he really made that show what it was. He really made it popular. And that's sad that she would use him and use his energy and use his youth, you know, to, to gravitate people towards the show. But then as soon as the robbery went down, he was everything but a child of God. You know, she didn't allow him that same grace. Um, let's see here. Melanin Queen says, blows my mind that Dre tried to tell his grandma how he was in fear. And this land before time ass fossil. Ooh, <laughs> not the land before time. <laughs> not Littlefoot and Sarah. <laughs> that used to be my movie back in the day. <laughs> I'm talking about what time you gonna, what time you want the pies to go in. Ma'am, what? <laughs> There's a fly in the buttermilk tea. Yeah, something ain't right. Like I said, something, especially that text message, the way that she was just so dismissive of him, is just very, very creepy. And then the fact that all of a sudden her career, her musical career is like accelerating. I, don't, I just find it weird. I just find it weird. Um, but thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Brunches at Tiffany says, I'm not trying to super chat you about someone being whipped. I don't know what the hell you wrote. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Jasmine Washington, <laughs> 999, says his mugshot reminds me of Sh uh, Shannon Crawley's mugshot, where she's smiling from ear to ear, knowing that she killed a young woman in cold blood. Tim is a textbook definition of a sociopath slash psychopath he definitely is and the fact that he keeps smiling is just is very creepy to me very creepy um let's see here eyes of this i don't know how to pronounce that word eyes of identity i'm gonna just say that it says your content saved my life i almost died in 2018 you got me through tough times how can I get in the Discord? I will not miss a payment. Oh, thank you so much um, for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, we will be opening up in a few weeks and I'll be announcing it. I see you're a member on the on YouTube. So just wait for the announcement. And then at that time, you'll be able to come in. So thank you so much. And I'm so glad you're here and I'm glad you're doing better. You know what I'm saying? It's been a lot of people going through stuff over these past few years. So, you know, by the grace of God, you made it through that situation. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Cameron Roach sent seven. Thank you, Cameron. Kayla sent 499 says, you ain't playing Miss Robbie's song, but I did. Why is she singing that she's thinking about cheating? Yeah, like all her songs are weird. They're all about her, like, promoting her cooch and you know thinking about cheating on her man like what are these be why, why are you doing like beyonce s songs and i'm not saying that old people don't fuck we know they you know what i'm saying get down i'm not saying that but it, it's just very weird like I, I don't know maybe i expected more from her you know maybe like a gospel track i'm like i don't want to think about miss robbie you know cheating and, and and dropping it low and spreading it wide i don't care for that vision in my head <laughs> i don't care <laughs> I don't know, why is she singing all this sexual stuff? It's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah, she was like, because you know I got the good stuff, baby. I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> not the old lady emojis with the eggplant. You need to stop, Teresa. 
<laughs> Y'all are a mess. Yeah, all her songs are like freaky deaky. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, Elsie sent 10 says, T, I would collapse if you showed up to my 30th birthday party in Minneapolis in October. I don't even trip over celebrities, but you're such a blessing. Oh, where are you going to have your party at? Email me and send me the details. Maybe if I'm free, I can come. But yeah, thank you and happy early birthday to you. Appreciate it. That's sweet, a birthday invite. I love it. Uh, let's see here. Kayla Hawkins says, Miss Robbie needs to be investigated. I love your hair, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm sure they've investigated Miss Robbie. I don't really think she had anything to do with it. I don't want to put it out there like that. I just think she's just very insensitive and that, you know, she wasn't taking Andre's plight seriously. And her response since then, I'm just not feeling it. But I don't want to accuse her of being in cahoots with Tim. You know, Tim is on his own on this one. I just think the way she's moving is not, it's not what I would expect of a grandmother who really had a really hit show and the grandson was the reason why the hit, the show was such a hit. Like, let's keep that real. It was the young people on that show that kept people watching and kept people invested. So, yeah. Let's see here. So let me go ahead. I want to talk about a few more things. I've been out here. Oh, we got over 10,000 people in here. I've been out here for an hour. Please make sure you hit the like button, y'all. We got over 10,000 people in the house. Thank y'all so much for joining me. I'm glad you guys are here. So please hit that like button. So I want to talk about this situation here as well. Uh, we got to get on this whole thing with Tiffany Haddish, Aries Spears, and these damn siblings. Okay. Now, I talked about this last week or maybe the week before, how I was saying that, you know, I want to definitely wait. Oh, what's up, Sweet Ma? Sweet Ma said, let me see. Look, you, you know, Sweet Ma going to call out all the narcs. And Sweet Ma said she's a narc mom who made a narcopath son. I know that's right. Shout out to Sweet Ma. I haven't seen you in a while. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, so last week, like I was saying about Tiffany and Aries, um, they were both saying that this was a shakedown. Even Jason Lee was supposed to be, you know, out in the victims. And, you know, these folks were just trying to get money and they did nothing wrong. And Tiffany felt like, you know, if it was that serious, the mother would have been there on set with her kids. And, you know, they both claimed they were going to fight. They're going to fight to the end. They were going to clear their names up. And then the siblings were like, we're going to fight, too. We're going to make sure that you apologize for what you did. Um, you know, we, we want justice for victims of, of these people. And so now more information has come out. And to me, all these people get the side eye, okay? So if you guys do not know, Tiffany has quietly came to some type of settlement with this family. This whole situation is a hot damn mess. Give me just a second here. So, and this is why people have a hard time believing victims. So now it's come out that the siblings have dropped the lawsuit against Tiffany Haddish. Remember, they were so gun ho Oh, they did this to my brother and we've been mentally scarred and anguished and things like this. All of this happened like in 2008 or something like that. Tiffany says that they've been trying to shake her down for years. Now it's, you know, it's gotten steam. So this is what Radar Online is, is um, saying about the lawsuit. So they're saying... 
The lawsuit against the comedians brought on by siblings who claimed that they were groomed and molested by the pair have been dropped. Radar Online has now discovered. The plaintiff who filed under Jane Doe on behalf of her and her brother John Doe asked the judge to dismiss the case without prejudice. The lawsuit can never be filed again. Keeping her identity anonymous, James Doe, Jane Doe spoke out about the decision, and Jane Doe says this, my family and I have known Tiffany Haddish for many years, and now we know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone else do anything that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best, and we are glad that we can put this out behind us. All these people are trash, and, and I have no problem saying that. These alleged shakedown victims are trash as well. This is my issue with this whole situation. You brought all this shit to the to the forefront. You claimed your brother was touched. You, you know, y'all were so traumatized. But as soon as that check was cut, all of a sudden, I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. It's almost like that same energy. I'm not traumatized no more. I am delivered. Now that the check has been cut, all of a sudden there's no molestation. There's no more stress. There's no more anxiety. There's no more depression. Thank God for that cold, cold cash. Oh, yeah. Praise him. Y'all are trash. Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Y'all are trash because, again, if y'all were real victims, y'all just made it harder for other victims. Y'all done came out, drug all this bullshit out, played with people's heartstrings, pulled out the tiny violin to not be like, oh, oh, everything's all right. Me and my family have known Tiffany Haddish forever, and she would never harm us. Well, bitch, that's not what you said three weeks ago, Miss Jane Doe. You said you were harmed, the brother was harmed, he was depressed and all this shit. Now that the check has cleared, all of a sudden, I'm not harmed no more. I am delivered. Very interesting. Very interesting how money all of a sudden soothes everything. And Tiffany, you're an idiot. I wouldn't have paid them shit. This was nothing but a shakedown. And that's what I was saying in my last stream. None of this sounds, it, it doesn't even make any sense. The mother, this took place in what, 20, 2008? The mother caught the police in 2020. Like they're just looking to get some money. And they knew that the video was done in poor taste. I do not agree with the video. I don't find anything funny about the video. The video was not okay, okay? But they knew with the, the era that we're in in social media and how sensitive everybody is, you know, the Me Too movement and Time's Up and all that stuff, now is the perfect time to cash in. And that's what they did. That speech was bullshit. Tiffany would never harm us, and she'd never allow anybody to harm us. But you said that she left your brother in underwear with, with Aerie Spears. So again, this is, it's just really sad. And I remember Tiffany was talking all that tough girl shit. Oh, we're going to go to court. We, I, I'm not settling. I'm going to clear my name. And then you turn around and settle. And I get it. It's probably easier to settle and, and you know, get this, you know, pushed under the rug as soon as possible. But it's, it's just really trash. It's really trash. To me, this was nothing more than a shakedown. The video was disgusting. The video was not okay. But I would have respected it if they really were really hurt going after them and holding them accountable. But them coming out with this, you know, bullshit letter 
and saying that, you know, all is forgiven now that the checks have been cut is nonsense. They reached a quiet settlement. And that's all this was. This was a money grab. And it's sad because, again, it's like, where does your integrity lie? If you're really harmed and this is not okay and you want to teach them a lesson, they should have went through with the full lawsuit. Instead of all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, you don't got a check and now, you know, everything is swept under the rug. Everything's all good. But guess what? Tiffany and Aries still have to live with this reputation. So it's it's really crazy. It's really crazy. But it just goes to show you that people, you got folks out here who really do not have any type of integrity. And as soon as they can get some money, that's what they're going to do. And that's all that was really important to this family. I think the whole situation is just insane that all of a sudden now they're just so ready to drop the case and move on. And, you know, Tiffany's a good person and she did nothing wrong. Well, per what you said when you came out, that wasn't the case. So I, I don't know. It's just sad. And I think to me, Tiffany paying them off and Aries paying them off. I don't think it was a good look. I don't think it was a good look. It leaves too many things open-ended. It makes me give them the side eye as well. I'm sorry, you're not going to accuse me of some bullshit. And I'm just like, okay, we'll just cut a check. I get it. Like, sometimes you just don't want the headache. But when it comes to something like this and you're talking about a child and potential, you know, molestation and abuse, I'm sorry, I'm going to fight that. I'm going to fight that. And I'm going to prove that John and Jane Doe are full of shit. But again, that's just me. They have the money to do it. I just find it disgusting. Um, let me see here. Uh, Kesh, Kesh Kesh says the video wasn't a PSA. That was to push kid love agenda. People will become more desensitized and feel bad for child victims. Oh, yeah, it definitely wasn't a PSA. There's nothing PSA about that. They were definitely pushing an agenda, regardless if they realize it or not. And Aries has said a lot of suspect stuff over the years anyways. I remember he was doing an interview, I forgot with who, and he was talking about Justin Bieber and how Justin Bieber has like, you know, like right booty. Like he has the perfect butt for, you know, R-ing. What? Like, like his jokes are just weird. If you just see, it was an interview he did about Justin Bieber. It was just very strange. It was years ago. And of course, you know, people laugh about it, but there's always a little bit of truth in every joke. So I, I don't know what in the Pizzagate is going on with, with Aries at this point. Between the Justin Bieber jokes and these weird-ass pedo comedy skits, I just don't find them funny. I think it's weird. But I, I definitely think that if they were so innocent, they should have fought it. And I just think this family should have, you know, pursued more if they were really victims. Just say y'all wanted some money and be done with it. Just say that this was just a money grab. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not respecting that. Um, let's see here. Handsome the God says, hey, sexy T, been seeing your growth on YouTube for like 11 years. Keep it the good work. I'm low-key disappointed that you don't be showing your tatas no more. I'm a leave wheel. I'm a leave wheel. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leave wheel. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, they're covered today. <laughs> it just depends on what I'm wearing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you want them covered. Sometimes you don't. So, but thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you and I appreciate your support. Let me see here. Kira Hart says, sending love from Pittsburgh. Love your energy and that hair looks awesome on you. Thank you so much, Kira. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Danny Doe sent 1999 
and says, hey, T, YouTube is giving me a hard time sending you super chats. It didn't even let me know that you were live. Can you please let me back in the Discord? I emailed you already. Love you for everything you do. Thank you so much. I have, um, I'm going through my emails every night and I'm forwarding them to Marnell. So if you emailed me today, I haven't been in my emails today, but I'll go in and check. So um, I've just been doing a search and then forward them to her. So give her some time because a lot of people email in. So she's getting um, to everybody as soon as she can. So thank you. I appreciate you, sis. Um, Neo sent $2. She says, love from your biggest fan in Botswana. That is awesome. Thank you so much. All the way from Botswana. That's what's up. Thank you. So I want to go ahead and also talk about this situation here. There is a girl. Her name is Britt Barbie. Child. She's going viral all over social media. And I've noticed some things with a lot of these viral people. I've been on here for already an hour and 15 minutes, but let me just, I got to say this before I go. Now, we had the whole situation with Cash Me Outside, okay? She was just supposed to be some internet chick that went viral um, on Dr. Phil, and she should have just been left where she was. But, you know, black folks started making dances and, you know, promoting her. And soon, you know, she got more popular than the black people who were dancing to the Cash Me Outside song. And she ended up signing a major record deal. And um, now the Cash Me Outside girl is a millionaire. Okay, off of being a bad child and cussing out her parents and doing all types of, you know, unbecoming shit as a young girl. That if this was a black female who did this and was on national television, people would just call her ghetto and keep it pushing. Right. But she was able to come out with Gucci flip flops and, you know, work with some of the biggest, you know, black male rappers. And now she started an OnlyFan. And one day she made a million dollars because you got a lot of people, you know, she's legally of age now. And I guess they've been wanting to see her naked from the time she was 13. I don't know. So, you know, the Cash Me Outside girl is doing very, very good for herself. So now we got a Cash Me Outside girl 2.0. And her name is Britt Barbie. And I'm. I'm just so disappointed with just the, the stupidity of the internet and the things that we allow to go viral. First of all, this trailer trash girl, and I'm gonna call it trailer trash, is playing a caricature of black women. And what I find very funny is that when black women are just themselves, you know, just, you know, being black and talking how we talk and using our vernacular and, you know, we're, we're always, we don't get pushed through the algorithm. We're dismissed as ghetto. Um, when Young Miami was running around talking about period, period poo, period. Um, she was ghetto. She was ratchet. Like, shut up. Quit using the word period. Um, but now the sudden this period, ah, is 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 very popular. Um, and what's even more disappointing, and I and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. I don't care who takes offense to this shit. Um just last week, excuse me, I did a video where I got very emotional. I was very upset about Holly Bailey. And I apologize. I kept calling her Haley Bailey for some reason in the video, probably just because I was just so emotional. My mind was kind of all over the place, but her name is Holly, um, who is playing the black little mermaid Ariel. And it was very upsetting to me, the racist, the racism that she was just getting, the backlash for just simply doing her job, okay? The dislikes, just everything that, that this young girl was being attacked. And that shit really hurt my heart. You know, it took me a lot not to like cry. And so not one time have I seen her sister, Chloe, come out and speak and condemn the racism, 
I haven't seen um, her sister say really anything about her her blood sister being attacked by these racists, um, unless I've missed it. Did I miss it? Maybe I've missed it. Let me look in the chat. Has she come out and spoke about the racist people disrespecting the Black Little Mermaid? No. Okay. No, she hasn't. Okay, thank you. So, because I, I said, you know, I'm not on the internet like that. I'm, I'm busy editing and, and, and writing and, and researching. So, you know, I miss shit. I don't follow these people. So, y'all are telling me that she hasn't done that. Okay. So, she hasn't one time spoke on her sister and all this racism, but she got the nerve to be sitting here doing a duet with this trailer trash girl who's making a block, a, a mockery of black women. I was just very disappointed. You know, I don't know the other girls who are involved. I don't listen to their music like that. But I was very disappointed when I seen Chloe even entertaining this bullshit. You got racist people attacking your blood sister. You have said nothing. You have not called them out, but you have time to sing a duet. Because again, you're a clout chaser and you're trying to jump on the hottest trend. That's why I said in my last, I don't, I don't, you know, it's just something about her that don't sit with, I, I like Holly, hey, uh, Chloe, whatever. I'm very disappointed. So let me show you the video of her first before I even show you the, the tea concerning this young girl. Because this tea is very disturbing. So it's a bunch of black girls. But this is the one that really disturbs me. Big Barbie. Chloe. Period, I period, I What's up, Brad? Period, I period, 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 period. also did this too. We just didn't. By the time we got done editing and putting this shit together, I was over it. But Regine also did a duet with her. Whatever, however the shit goes. But now we got some new tea concerning this trailer trash Barbie. She's she's not even slow. I mean, she, she's like pretending to be who, well, we already knew she was a caricature, but she's also been appropriating mentally disabled people too, I guess. Child, just watch this clip of this young black man. That's Britt Barbie that went viral for that video. Now she pretends nowadays that she has some type of disability or fakes as if she does. So here's that. Hey, you guys, I went to Dollar General and I found the cutest things. Guys, my Amazon wish list is linked in my bio. It's linked in my bio. And in fact, she does not have no speech issues, speech problem or nothing. Just listen. So this little girl in my neighborhood decided to comment on my TikToks. Okay, y'all, so I got a haircut and I thought it was cute or whatever, right? You definitely hear the difference, right? Gets me so mad because I have a disability. I have highly functional autism. So for her and other people like her on this app to do that for gifts, money, views, followers is crazy to me. People just need to grow up for real. 
Okay, so y'all just watch that. Let me come back on here. Okay. So this young black man has basically called her out um, for, I guess, at one point in time, she was acting like she was slow and off. I just don't understand. Like, that's another thing I've noticed with certain people on TikTok. There was one lady who was pretending to have Tourette's. And she'd just be having ticks and be trying to cook and spilling water. Like, I don't like, it's just weird to me to, to like fake these weird disabilities. It's not funny. You have real people who are suffering from real issues, who, you know, who have speech impediments, who have, you know, autism. And it's hard enough for them to try and share their story with the world. Then you have this cuckoo bird pretending to be autistic and talk, you know, slower off. And then now she's out here with this weird black scent, but you guys just heard her talking like a regular white girl. Now, somebody said that Chloe came out on YouTube and said something for her sister. Like I said, I don't know. Half the chat is saying that she didn't say anything. The other half, well, one person said that she did. Maybe she did. You know what I'm saying? So I, I personally do not know. That's why I said I, I leave it for y'all to tell me. I don't know. But my issue is why is Chloe even entertaining this? Chloe is a talented woman who can actually sing, beautiful, and work so hard to get to where she's at. Why are we entertaining this silliness? It doesn't make, if this was a black girl up here talking about, she won, she wouldn't go viral. Nobody would care. And nobody would be duetting with her. Like, when are we going to get tired of people, like, coming on with these fake black scents? You know what I'm saying? And they're able to appropriate in the culture and then they end up benefiting because let's keep it real. The cash me outside is bigger than both Chloe and Haley. She's probably making just as much money as they are. And she has no talent to speak of whatsoever. And I don't care how much you like Gucci flip flops. To me, she's not talented. People are writing her raps. They're making her beats. She just has to re regurgitate and say stuff. Haley, um, excuse me, Holly and Chloe actually write, they play instruments, they produce, they've been in the game since they were little, they are actually talented, okay? So to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm over it. And then people complain and they're like, oh, this is not fair. Um, you know, she's viral, she's getting all this attention. And what other people are also saying is that the girl has now um, signed a record deal. Now, I don't know how true that is, but people are leaving that comment in my comment section. See if I can find it. They're saying that she just signed a record deal, which to me is just insane that this is true. Let me see if I can find the comments because I don't know. I don't know if y'all have heard this, but they're saying that she signed a record deal. I really hope it's a rumor. Somebody says she has a song out, so she does have a song out. Somebody said it's false, not true. She said it's not true on TikTok. Okay, thank you. Because I know that was one of the things people were saying is that she signed a record deal. But you know what? Honestly, I would not be surprised if Atlantic or whoever ends up tapping on the shoulder. Because think about it. Cash me outside. What was she doing before she got her record deal? She was on the internet fighting, cussing folks out, going back and forth. And they literally, if anybody's an industry plant, it's the cash me outside girl. They literally cleaned her up, you know what I'm saying, taught her how to rap and, you know, her cadence and all that stuff. 
and put her out there. And she's officially a rapper. She's officially a rapper. Her music has hit the billboard and everything else. So I would not be surprised if this girl ends up the same way, getting all types of benefits from this. And I think it's really sad. And this is why you should definitely know who you're supporting because if this young black man had not dug into like her TikToks and seen like, you know, how she got down, nobody would know that even a few months ago, she was out here acting like she was slow and talking like she was slow and she had some type of disability. And now all of a sudden she's black. It's just, it's insane. I don't, I don't understand that. And I think it's really sad. And, and no, it's not just people come at Chloe for anything. Um, people have the right to hold Chloe to a higher standard because she holds herself to a higher standard. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even about that because I also called out Regina. I don't know the other girls. I've never really heard of the other girls. I think everybody who did a duet to her, especially who are famous black women, I don't agree with it. And I have the right not to agree with it. You can cry tattoo tears all you want to. I think Chloe is better than this. Okay. Why doesn't she do a duet with all these little black girls who are also singing on TikTok? How about giving them some shine? This girl should have been ignored, period, point blank. She should have been ignored. She should not have went viral. The fact that people are even telling Young Miami to collaborate with her, I see why Young Miami got mad. That's an insult. Young Miami was like, no, I don't find this funny. This is not okay. Because again, when Young Miami was just being herself, that's naturally how she talks. She naturally just says the word period, period. That's just her thing. But when she was talking like that, she was all types of ghetto, ratchet. She can't speak. She's inarticulate. But why, when we put the same aesthetics on somebody white, all of a sudden it's mesmerizing for certain black people? Not all, because a lot of us are woke and we saw through the bullshit. But for some reason, it's mesmerizing to certain black people and to a, 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 a section of the Internet where they make stuff like this go viral. Because again, if this was a black girl sitting here with this with a bad hair weave, uh, with the blonde crinkles, the big crazy lashes, and she was people were like, okay, she's she's stupid, she's whack, moving on. Like it, it would not have gotten no traction. But like I said, you put the same aesthetics and the same vernacular on somebody white, all of a sudden it's all this, oh. I remember a long time ago, I had to block like 10 people on my Instagram page. Somebody sent me a video, this white lady. And she was saying some real shit. Um, it was like around the time of like, you know, the whole 2020 Black Lives Matter, George Floyd situation. And she was just, you know, because sometimes people just send me all types of videos, right? So I don't really know where every single video originates from. If we know, then we'll give credit. But sometimes people just send you a video that they might have just downloaded to their phone. I don't know every white person on the internet. I don't know everybody on the internet, right? Everybody don't know me. So I posted this video, this white lady, she was saying some real shit. There were literally like black folks in the comment section going off on me. What's her ad? What's her IG? Why are you not giving her credit? I want to follow her. And I'm like, why y'all? Y- I don't know who this woman is. She was saying some shit that spoke to me. So I posted her. I don't know if y'all know who she is. Put her name in the comment. Like they were really mad. But then I thought about it. I said, I'm not understanding why y'all are mad and coming at me. Black folks say the same shit that she says all the time. She's just regurgitating black talking points that so many black people have said. But now that it's a white woman saying the same thing, they want her at, they accuse me of hating on her and not posting her info when literally somebody just DM me this random white woman's video. So I I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's the worshiping for me. It's weird. It's very strange. 
I blocked all of them. I see, well, since y'all want to cuss me out behind some random lady, you have, get off my page and y'all go hunt her down and go find her and y'all follow her and praise her. You know what I'm saying? Be her biggest supporter. Get the fuck out of here with that. Like I, I literally posted it with good intentions because she was saying some real stuff and they got so mad that they couldn't go back and find out who she was. But I'm thinking to myself, like black people literally say this, the same thing this woman was saying all the time. I've never seen y'all fight this hard to say, well, where did this black person's video originate from? Because <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. I was like really shocked by that. Like, okay, so she's saying the same thing that so many black folks say on the internet and y'all don't go hard to find out who any of these people are to follow them. But yeah, they were going in, like they were so upset that I didn't have her name and I didn't have her at, and I legitimately did not know who this white woman, to this day, I couldn't tell you who that white woman was. Cause like I said, I posted this in 2020, but she was saying some real shit. You know what I'm saying? But child is some type of weird complex, but y'all have fun, honey. Um, yeah, I think this girl needs to sit the hell down. Um, I don't think, especially being that she's making fun of people who have real speech impediments and real disabilities. I don't think she should be supported. I don't find it funny. Um, I don't like people who play caricatures of other people, um, especially when. What is this? Oh, God, it started again. Scared the hell out of me. <laughs> oh, let me mute her. Like, what the hell? But yeah, I just, I just, I didn't find it funny because, like I said, I remember how much backlash um, 